up at Macca's and try the new cheeseburger flavour shaker fries. Available after 10.30am for a limited time. Giving away two grand cash this week. Yep, sorry. Three, what? Ni hao. Oh, don't do this. What? Ni hao, ma. What? What are you doing? I'm, I'm doing a bit of Chinese. There are 4,000 people that live in Tasmania that speak Mandarin at home. I know. And we learnt that from the census results. But you don't... So what, do you want to exclude no. those 4,000 people? This is a whole new market of people we can tap into. So what, are you just going to repeat everything I say in Chinese? I'm going to translate as much as I can this morning into Chinese. That's... How, boo, how? What? I don't even know what that means. That means good or bad? Question mark? This is going to take a very long time to do a show today. You are going to translate. Now, I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll effortlessly sort of just... I'll put it in almost subliminally to uh, satisfy our Mandarin right. okay. listeners. Well, at 7.45 today, we're doing oh, Paul the Wow, Boo Chi. That means I'm sorry. If you were going to explain everything you say, this is going to take a very long time. Yeah, but you do that for the first couple of days, and then after a while, people will start to get familiar with the phrases. Well, makes you think they don't speak English anyway. I had not thought of that. <laughs> I had not thought of that. Thanks to Barilla Bay Oysters capturing the essence of Tasmania. 7.45 today, we need the first song after 9, 2 and 5 from yesterday, and you can score that cash. Oh, hang, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I've got one for that. I've got that one. i got that. Duo Xiao Qin. I need to do something. I need to do something. What are you doing, Mason? Mason, the apprentice, is just walking. I'm just going to play this audio file. What are you doing? What is he doing? He's just interrupted the show. Hang on, so here's the audio. Can everyone hang on? Here here we go, here we go. What? Mason, you've got to turn the buttons on. Lord the Lao Ren. I'll try again. Here we go. Chou the Lao Ren. That means ugly old man. That's okay. not. That's disrespectful. <laughs> do that again. That is. That is disrespectful. No, do it again. Do the the lady again. What was that one? Ugly old man. Okay. Can I get a high five, please, Woody? Yeah, okay. thank you. But you guys have just taken two minutes for that. Seriously. All right. Can we cover off on the census more? There's more than just that. That yes. finding. Yes. All right. Right after this, I, we'll I'm do just it. trying to find out. Say yes. Do you like so I don't even know. Thanks to Barilla Bay Oysters capturing the essence of Tasmania. <laughs> I'm sure that they're quite happy to be affiliated with this show. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have even given them a plug then, should I? Paul and Woody. We're going to break down the 2016 census for Tassie yep. and what it means. Do you know we continue to be the oldest in the country? One in five people older than, than 65. That is a lot of possibilities when it comes to new listeners for this show. Why do you have to make One everything... One in five. Yeah. See, this is going to revolutionise the way we look at this show. Coming up after 8.30, we'll do Dame Judy Dench's top five movies. <laughs> A countdown. Sorry. Please don't. There's other yeah. stations for that. And we'll play the new Michael Bublé song. Michael Bublé. Don't forget, coming up after nine, Mason will have the... Andre Real triple play. They love that crazy Dutchman, the Fiddler, don't they? The Fiddler's such a wrong name. Yeah, he loves it.
Okay, that's good. So over 65s. Okay, we've got a median age of 42 in Tassie. So compare that to the mainland where it's 38. So, so we're still on old... average four years older than... Yeah. Okay. Life begins we... at 40. It's our new 7 o'clock segment. <laughs> Life begins at 40. It's the opener. Make that for me, please, Mason. Please, Mason, make um, it And we'll just discuss the issues of what it's like to be 40. You'd know, because I'm not there. So what is it like to be 40? Don't be silly. No, I'm not 40. 50. I'm I'll, not. I'll have to no. hand the reins to you. No. So what is it like being in your 40s and having your first baby? 50. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'll step out for that. Segment. Life begins at 40 okay, after 7 o'clock. Brought to you, you oh. by Apia Pensioners Insurance. <laughs> We don't have that. Oh, I, I, I must it. disclose we don't have that sponsor on board just yet. But don't forget to oh. catch the Apia Roadshow happening at Rest Point, starring artists like, I presume, Kate Sobrano. Sorrell's the fastest growing region. Sorrell. Yeah, followed closely by Dodgers Ferry. And tomorrow morning we'll be doing the show live <laughs> from Sorrell, right there in the main street. I don't want to put it down on Sorrel, but that's where I got droned, remember? Oh, you got droned in Sorrel, yeah, didn't yeah. you? Guy was flying it right over my friend's veranda and we were Well that's how heavy heavily populated it is. You can't turn your back without being droned in Sorrel. So many people live out there. I'm furious about this. We continue to be the lowest paid in the country. That's disgusting. Five hundred and seventy three dollars a week. That is eighty nine dollars lower than the mainland figure. That is ridiculous. How does that happen? Do you know it's more than $100 less than people living in Queensland and it's about 200 bucks less than people living in Western Australia and it's about 300 bucks less than people living in the Northern Territory. Yeah, and with our housing prices going up That's and you ridiculous. know how much it costs It is truly power disgusting. Here. It's, Would WA have something to do with all the mines, like people are getting more money yeah, over Yeah, but there? the bottom's fallen out of the mining industry. Right. This is good over 40s chat, guys. Keep yeah, it up. Love it, love it. Stop it. Do you want me to fill up your cup <laughs> And Mandarin in Tassie is the second most spoken language. Ni hao, No, ma. we're not. 4,000 people speak Mandarin in Tasmania. I would also like to say good morning to 0.3% uh, of the population that speaks German. Guten Tag. We've got 0.2% of the community that can speak Greek. Yasu. Oh, God, is this going to... Are we going to throw... Go and buongiorno to... Uh, don't do the accent. Don't do the accent. Buongiorno to the 0.2% of our population that speaks Italian. You know the thing is, though, they all still speak English. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, no. Well, then, hello. <laughs> oh, my God. Paul and Woody. And Paul's been stockpiling also, what is it, is it Coke Zero or Diet Coke? Yeah, Coke Zero, because yeah. the introduction of uh, Coke No Sugar has happened, and we're seeing them on the shelves as we speak. Um, wow. And for a moment there, I, I didn't see a lot of Coke Zero because I think people were stockpiling. I would like to announce that at Coles Newtown, I was there last night at about um, 9.30. Not a sponsor of yours. Not a sponsor. Um, I did manage to get a couple of two-litre bottles on special of Coke Zero. But Gosh. I have tasted my first... Can of new coke, and I will reveal my findings Great. a little bit later on this morning. 
because it's pretty serious for those of us that have a little bit of an addiction. You do have a coke addiction. I do. And I, I'm... and. I just want to thank everyone for their support of getting me off the full strength down to the zero. And I know it's going to be a long, hard trot when it comes to jumping onto the no sugar, but I know you guys have got my back. Paul and Woody. Only is our memories, yeah. Paul and Woody on Too Hobart's true. hit 100.9. It's 26 past six. Tickets to Spider-Man inside 10, but next in trending now. I can't believe the future is here. The, I, I am the, gobsmacked by what this gentleman has done to himself. Because, you know, we've talked about technology in the future. They were saying 10 years away where you have chips implanted inside your head. Mm. So you can use your phone. Have you been watching Repo- movies again? <laughs> you gave me some stats on that, Mace. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah. In ten- what are you looking at me I like just, that uh, for? This sounds like total recall to me. I'm not but, do- okay. Donald Trump. I don't watch a movie and then think America's <laughs> at war. So I fire off a missile. Yeah, yeah. We'll get ready to. Yeah, but what this gentleman has done in terms of the future oh. and the way in which a body can access services is ridiculous. Speaking of Donald Trump, I want to bring a story to the table about what's hanging up in golf clubs owned by Donald Trump. Um. There's something that's hanging up in golf clubs that's owned by Donald Trump that has been exposed overnight as being completely fraudulent. Oh, Nick. Paul and Woody. Trending now at hip.com.au. Barnaby Joyce is absolutely ropeable. It's been revealed in some of those emails and what have you that we've read about Johnny Depp mm. that he knew full well that taking pistol and boo into Australia without the appropriate paperwork was not the right thing to do. Yeah. Now, he pleaded ignorance and didn't really get into that much trouble. He had to film that video with Amber Heard. Remember the little <laughs> video? They sort of a semi-apology. Well, Barnaby Joyce has found out that Johnny knew what he was doing and he has indicated perjury charges could be laid against Johnny Depp. He's still going to go after Johnny. Kill the dogs. Kill Kill the the dogs. Barnaby will not rest until he has (laughs) slaughtered those two animals. Trending. A Sydney man has had his Opal card, which is like a transport card, implanted into his hand. That does not sound healthy. So he obviously wants to make catching public transport better. He said, this way, if I lose my wallet, I can always get home. Yeah, or I guess. He's a biohacker, this guy, right? So this is his name, Meow Ludo Disco Gamma Meow Meow. That's his legal name. Uh, Otherwise known, though, as Meow Meow. Meow Meow, right. Yeah, so Meow Meow had the chip cut down and encased in a biocompatible plastic, in biocompatible plastic, measuring 10 mils by 6 mils. So he's cut it down, which is illegal to start with because you're not supposed to tamper with the cards. Right. Uh, He does warn not to try this at home. So he had it implanted by a piercing expert in a procedure that took over an hour. So now it's in his... a piercing expert? Was that just someone that works at a tattoo parlour? Yeah. So now, in his left hand, he has to go about a centimetre away from it, but he can just tap his hand, and he can also top it up via his smartphone. And I said to you moments ago, this is the future. This is, And you're accusing me of just watching Total Recall. Yeah. But the future is, my understanding, in 10 years, we'll all be walking around with chips in our heads, which we'll Where use Where are you getting this? No, this not, sounds like no. a science fiction oh. Sorry, guys, not 10 years. It's happening now. Oh, what? Man. This is already happening in Sweden. There's a company called Epicenter. 
150 workers have volunteered. This has already happened to have a microchip inserted into their hand, which is about the size of a grain of rice. Now, the chip can open doors in the office, use office technology like the photocopier. Oh, so this is what the guy, the, like the Opal guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, pay for lunch. But that's great, but hang on, hang on. I understand that. And I think I read that article about six months ago. I want to know... <laughs> about these people that are getting chips in their brain. Yeah, chips in the head, mate. Could you put chips in head? Okay, yep. Mobile phone. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do that one. Okay. Trending. I mean, I can insert your mobile phone if you want. <laughs> now. Can I just, sorry, I just want to quickly say that the owner of that um, Swedish company had a really good point. He said, people have been implementing devices under their skin for decades, like things like pacemakers. So it's not like it's not like we've, this is all new to us, essentially. Uh, that's not a bad point, actually. Yeah, hadn't thought of that. Pacemakers. We'll discuss that after <laughs> seven thirty this morning because we're trying to appeal to our over sixty fives. Because we found out in the census yesterday that one oh in five people in this state are over sixty five. Okay, uh, Donald Trump has got uh, posters up in each of his golf clubs of uh, him on the cover of Time magazine. Right. Great. And on the cover of Time magazine reads stories such as uh, Obama's next move. Can he curb health care costs? How stressed is your bank? A checkup. Someone noticed the date on this Time magazine and they went through their own Time magazines to see if they had that copy. They did have a copy of Time magazine from that date with Kate Winslet <gasps> on the cover. <laughs> With articles like Obama's next move, can he curb healthcare costs and how stressed is your bank, a checkup. It's a photoshopped cover of Time magazine. Did he go to one of those theme parks when you yeah. get the photo taken and they put it on a front page of a paper? Yeah, yeah. He got a wanted one done. <laughs> as well. Trending. Oh it's in every one of his golf clubs in the US. If you would like the latest trending now, Hit Hobart is where it's at. Got tickets to Spider-Man next and we'll be back with... I'm sure some riveting information about mobile phones inside your head. Or pacemakers. You got the 3,500? Hang on, guys. I've just got to duck into the toilet. I'm getting an email. (laughs) It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets trying to consume. Paul and Woody. 18 away from 7. Kiss Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Wheel. Zach on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We've got tickets to see Spider-Man Homecoming starring Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. in cinemas July 6th. Don't forget Michael Keaton who plays the baddie. Yeah. Before we get there though, how'd you go with um, mobile phones being implanted inside our heads? Which was a prediction I made earlier and you called bull on. Yeah, I think You tried to say I was just watching Total Recall and thought it was a documentary. Yes. I'm being told 2020 is the year that these will be coming. Thank you. Uh, doctors trying to not use them for th- not use these chips for things like paying for you know your shopping stuff like that. They're trying to develop chips to cure um, illnesses and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but is there any proof that it's happening, or is, they just, is this just predicting the future? Well, I've got. Yeah. I've, oh, sorry, you, you go? go. No, please, Mason, you go. Uh, yeah, no, I've got that. They're trying. That it's kind of in the works. They're trying to develop it. And it'll be an overnight stay, right? Like yes. just an overnight yeah, stay. Yeah. Wait, why are we talking like this is fact? Because it this is, is fact. just a prediction. But they're already working on it. But it is confirmed that it, it is attempt. They're attempting to develop it. 
Right, is this like, you know, the Jetsons used to have flying cars oh. in the 60s? So we're going to have flying cars. Here's, here's a headline. The mobile phone of the future will be implanted in your head. Yeah, I can write a headline oh. and put it up on the internet. I've got angry. a massive appendage. It's you not reckon, a fact. Do you reckon Paul's pacemaker's playing up? He's getting very angry. <laughs> I just think it's very dangerous. I think that in a world of alternative facts, we can't tell people that we'll be implanting chips in their brains by 2020. Or that you have a big appendage. Or I have... <laughs> Unfortunately for everybody, including Melissa, neither of those things are true. Oh, see, we'll put a bet on it. I don't know if you'll still be with us, but we'll put a bet. <laughs> we'll put on a bet on it that by twenty twenty. Okay. By twenty twenty. If in twenty twenty you can insert something into your brain, I'll let you do it as a radio stunt. Mind you, I think we'll be doing the ABC by then, so I don't know if they'll let us do that. But <laughs> either the ABC or Triple M. Hey. Okay, all right. Yeah, that Don't. was a weak spin. That was weak. With my weak little cloth arms. Yep. Uh, show us your text. Oh, okay, 13, 12, 16. We want you to read out the last text you received. Yes. From that, we're going to try and guess who sent it to you. If, if we can't, you're off to see Spider-Man. Awesome. Paul and Woody. Kiss Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Second game's on the wheel. We just spun it and up we spun. Show us your text. Hi, Kayla. Hey, how you going? So well. Um, so this is for tickets to see Spider-Man Homecoming in cinemas July 6th. Um, and we're going to ask you to read the last text you received. If we can't guess who sent it to you, you're off to see Spider-Man. But are you reading this from inside your head or through the mobile phone? Because what we're hearing is that mobile phones are going to be implanted inside your head. Yes, I heard you talking about that this morning. Yeah, do you think that's going to happen at all, Kayla? Um, I, I think it would be good if they did, if it was for medical things, if they could, you know, cure things. But I don't know if it'll actually happen. Yeah, I think uh, it's up there with the cable car project in the <gasps> Tassie AFL team somehow. What will come first, the cable car or the <laughs> yeah. mobile phone implantation? Yeah, what will come first, the cable car or the next Ice Age? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right, we want to hear the last text message you received and Woody and I will try to work out who sent it to you. Okay, the last one I received was, I am okay, thanks. Have to go back to the doctor on Thursday. We'll find out more then. Think I have to get more tests. Just stay there for a second. Yep. And we're going to have a quick chat. Do you know, we always fight over this one, so I'm going to leave it to you. Because oh, no, you we, this Whenever no, we do this do game, no, we fight. No, and I just no, don't I'm want happy to, for you to do no, this. No, but this is me going, one. here's an olive branch. <sighs> you know, it's all in your court. Okay, thanks for that. Uh, I'm going to go with an old friend. Okay. A friend that Kayla has had for a very long time. That's what I'm going to go with. That's it? Oh, geez. Sorry, you normally give more of a... No, no, I'll just okay. leave it at that today. Okay. Kayla, was that a text message from an old friend? Uh, a grandma. Who is your friend and is old. <laughs> so, there we go. Nailed it. You get to go and see Spider-Man Homecoming. Awesome, thank you. Paul and Woody. Three away from seven. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. We have got $300 cash to give away at 745 yes. in Paul and Woody's threesome. Guaranteed. Uh, Paul also wants to revolutionise, what is it, eating out or something. Yes. Okay. Because there is I'm something... I'm not trying to downplay it. No, it's d- just... Oh, jeez, can you just put a bit of enthusiasm in your voice? Okay. 
What was that it? Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Something's happening in Hobart restaurants, pubs, eateries yeah. that I think is really unjust and discriminatory. Okay? Yep. And oh, this new level of enthusiasm. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to... Rather, I yeah, thought it was good. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. And I want to stand up for the little man. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Oh, you've come around now. <laughs> yeah, I, have. Oh, I hope you listen. <laughs> Paul and Woody. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up on my radio. It's Paul and Woody for McDonald's. Mix it up at Macca's and try the new cheeseburger flavour shaker fries. Available after 10.30am for a limited time. We give away $2,000 cash every single week. Nihau. Guaranteed. Please don't do this again. Nihau ma. No, we've... Learnt yesterday, courtesy of the census, that the second most common language spoken in Tasmania is Mandarin. So I'm just making 4,000 people happy this morning. Nihama. We're going to give away a chunk of it in Paul and Woody's threesome at 7.45 today. Duo Xiao Chin. What is that? How much money? $300. There we go. See? I'm just... <laughs> this is going to take an awfully long time to get through a show. If you're going to translate everything I say. Thanks to Barilla Bay Oysters. What's that? I'm asking where the restroom is. Capturing the essence of Tasmania. Barilla Bay Oysters. I would smash a dozen of those right now. Seven past seven. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Come and move that in my direction. Paul and Woody. Look, 13, 12, 16, I just want to throw something out there. Yeah. An incident took place at a pub close by my house in Newtown. I don't want to name the pub. I don't want to get anyone into trouble. But I didn't think I was out of line. But the feeling among the staff in the pub was that I'd asked something that was out of line. Uh. So I took Melissa for lunch, my girlfriend, and I went through the menu and I couldn't find anything I really wanted on the menu... And then I looked at the wall, and there was a seniors menu. (laughs) And this pub has a lot of seniors going at lunchtime. They bust them in. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a seniors menu. Yeah. I spotted on the seniors menu (laughs) a silver side, like corned beef, a mashed potato and vegetables. Oh, it's a classic. Um, With a white sauce. Yeah. Well, you've got to have a white sauce, don't you? So I thought, you beauty... (laughs) I'm going to smash this. Because as you know, I lived with my grandparents for a little while. So I went up to the counter and I ordered Melissa chicken schnitzel, chips, salad, gravy. Yeah. And I said, oh, I'll have the seniors option. <laughs> if I could have the silver side white sauce. Blended mashed. together. <laughs> Spoon fed into my yeah. mouth. Uh, with with the shandy included. <laughs> and they said, oh, no, that's the seniors' menu. Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Mm, yeah, I've got my card out to tap. We're all tapping now, we are. aren't we? Tap away. Tapping senselessly. Um, and they said, oh, no, no, only seniors. I said, oh. I am a senior. Is that what you no. said? No. Because I almost reckon you could pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I'm happy to pay extra. Mm. 
I said, for instance, I'll pay what I'm paying for the chicken schnitzel meal, but for this. And I said, no, we don't really do that. <laughs> okay, I'll bite. I said, what do you mean you don't really do that? And they said, oh, we don't really like to encourage that. Encourage that? And does this person think I'm going to show up the next day with 100 people on a bus, <laughs> all aged under 40? Yeah, we're all getting the seniors option. <laughs> Am I all right to order off the seniors menu? It's like a kid's menu. You can't order off a kid's menu, right? I mean, your girlfriend probably put, could, but traditionally <laughs> you can't order off a kid's menu. And I didn't even know seniors menus existed. So you can't... Well, you've worked as a waitress before. Yeah. D- are restaurants taking a hit on the kids' menu? Most of the time. So yeah. when they offer the sort of the $10 kids' menu, they're not making any money on that? Like very little money, exactly. So, so you think they're not making a lot on the seniors' options? Even though well, they're these meals aren't big. Yeah. Like I'm not asking for the Porterhouse steak meal yeah. for the 17 seniors' option special. I'm just asking for the silver side, white sauce, mashed potato and vegetables. <laughs> And, and I know it's in the kitchen. Yeah, I know because I, I can see the chef in there. Okay, I want to know if it's time for a revolution. And we can have anyone of any age ordering children's menu or seniors' options. My God, you really waste I want to revolutionise the hospitality industry in this town. So you didn't get your corned beef. What did you end up getting? Well, I got... A senior <laughs> off the road. <laughs> I jumped in my car, I went and picked up Myrtle, who lives across the road from me. And she was halfway through her lunch. A couple of Sayo biscuits with cheese. <laughs> you are evil. No, I had the ocean basket or something, the fisherman's treat or something. Oh, no. God, heaven forbid. Oh, no, I mean... and it, was, it was a little bit dry and over-fried, to be honest. Oh, and we... 19.7, Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody with the top of 13 today and mainly fine in 25 minutes. We are giving away $300 cash. That is guaranteed. 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 In Paul and Woody's reason. Threesome. Say it. Be proud of it. Say it loud and proud. To, I don't want to. It's a threesome. Do you want to get involved in the threesome? We're after you. Woody will let you know when you need to arrive for our threesome. Thanks to Barilla Bay Oysters capturing the essence of Tasmania. Have you? Oh, no, never mind. Go on. It's probably a bit inappropriate. Don't, yeah, don't ask that question. What? I, no, know, I, I, I think we all know what the question was going to be, and I don't think you should ask that question. I wasn't going to ask you if you'd had one, but you know how, oh, can I say that there was someone that worked here that, oh, for some reason, <laughs> can we say that? How awkward is it? I don't know if this has ever happened to anyone else, but mm. when someone <laughs> approaches you about joining in what would otherwise be a game for two... And you know them. Do you want to tell Hobart that story, Paul? Well, can I just clarify that this particular individual did not want to join in a game for two involving you and I? Oh, God, no. No, no. No. uh, This particular individual approached my partner (laughs) to see if she could get in on it. Oh, my God. But, um... After much deliberation, uh, we decided against it. Yeah, but she said, I'd like to do it, but just not with Paul, so we're going to have to find no, another one. don't <laughs> say that. Paul and Woody. Trending now at hip.com.au. 
Well, your father, essentially, mm. the father of Star Wars, I know. George Lucas. Great man, the man that uh, invented it. He really put it all together. But he doesn't really get out much, does he? No. Like, you don't see him in public a lot. Last time he was seen in public, he was eating in an Adelaide food court when his wife was at a finance conference. Really? Yeah, and he was eating like the eight dollar two mains and rice or noodles deal with a pair of cheap sneakers on, jeans and a checked shirt. Don't you like that though? Like, yeah. when you meet some people in Tassie that have a bit of cash and they've done yeah, quite yeah, yeah. well for themselves and they're getting around in tracky decks. That's unbelievable. Um, See, I like that. Like, you can't judge David people. Walsh-ish, you can't judge it? people anymore. Um, some people say that he could be worth up to a billion. Oh, George Lucas. Totally. With George Lucas, he has been captured on film. So he's walking to his car and there's a group of, he doesn't think they're fans, he thinks they're money makers. He's signing a whole bunch of stuff for them. And then he says this. Mr. Lucas, how do you think Ron Howard would do directing the Han Solo movie, sir? I think he'll be great. That's awesome. Any suggestions for him? Nope. Okay. Not my job. I'm not going to keep doing that, guys. You know, this is $200 a signature, so why don't you just go out and get a job? Yeah, these people are here to make money. They're not here. They're not fans. They don't care. They just want to make money. They just want to put it on eBay. I just signed it. He just got $1,000 worth of stuff. That's mm. always a bit awkward when someone with plenty of money tells other people to get a job. Yeah, and if you're standing outside trying to wait for George Lucas just to get $200 a signature. You're probably I mean, doing it tough. Yeah. yeah. Trending. Oh, good friend of the show, Salim, who oh. was the former deputy mayor from Auburn, which He's is in New South Wales. The guy that landed a helicopter on a kid's head, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> cleared a soccer field so he could get married. Yeah. Um... Uh, also, his wife, I don't know if the wife is still estranged, had some plastic surgery and ended up looking a bit more like his sister, which was odd. And that's just me interpreting the photos. I'm not saying that was what he intended to do. Um, he is a company owner, sits on the board of directors of various companies that owe $97 million to creditors. This has happened in the courts. This is from the court papers. Former Deputy Auburn Mayor Salim Mahaja held a 5.30am meeting with himself <laughs> to remove the director of two of his companies. Sorry, who... I'm late, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee? Anyone? Just one. Yeah, I'd like one. Okay, Salim, what are you having? Well, you know, it was you me. <laughs> who calls a meeting with him? Did he send that look? <laughs> Reminder. Just wrote it on the back of his hand. I'm sorry. Now... There are some suggestions oh, that Salim's only got thirty-two grand in the bank, but he owes ninety-seven million dollars. It's a long payment plan. That's a lot of George Lucas autographs. <laughs> trending. The latest trending now hit Hobart is where you can get it. Twenty-three to eight. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Inside eight minutes, giving away three hundred dollars cash. That's guaranteed in Paul and Woody's threesome. Hilltop hoods. Paul and Woody. Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody. This is Phone Topic Roulette. We're going to pitch some phone topics at your Hobart. Let us know if one interests you. You can end the segment at any time by calling this number, 13 12 16. First topic, we just heard that George Lucas had a go at some autograph hunters because he says they weren't fans, they were just people trying to make 200 bucks a pop on eBay. Yeah. Whose autograph do you have? Oh, that's a good one. And we'll value it for you. Whose do you have? Um... 
I have now it's one of the Woodies. Um, it's either Mark Woodford or Todd Woodbridge, <laughs> who were a powerhouse male tennis doubles act in the nineties. I think I've got Mark's autograph. We get some people that send us autographs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, her name Bonnie. escapes me. Bonnie Anderson. Uh, I think Is it Anderson? I think she's a singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bonnie Anderson. Is it Bonnie Anderson apprentice mace? I'm it's sure. just, here's a, got a pizza paper with my signature on it. If anyone wants to buy it for $15. Gosh, what is that? You've done that in crayon? That is my actual signature. Is it really? Yeah. It looks like an appendage. It's just a big M. <laughs> with a line through it, yep. It's a big M with two balls. What's going on there? 13, 12, 16. Pharrell Williams. He yep. has triplets, right? Oh, right. And he's admitted that he's never changed a nappy. Oh, he no. has said his wife, he's got his wife to do that, and he's got a bunch of people that work for him that can do it. Oh, I don't think you can do that. Well, I don't think that's right. That's I, don't, I don't care how much money you have. Why should the wife be left with that? I just want to know, is there anyone else in Hobart that has never changed a nappy? That's had a child and just yeah. flat out refuses to change a nappy. Have you ever changed a nappy? Yeah, I have, but I put the nappy on back the front. Oh. <laughs> so when my sister-in-law got home. Is it easy? <laughs> well, you put it on your sister-in-law. <laughs> That was the one time I was allowed to. I don't babysit. know, Mace, if it is easy, because I've never changed a nappy. You should have a practice. What we'll I'm do on Friday is a fun Friday thing. Yeah. Mason will wear a nappy. Okay, and I'll change his nappy. <laughs> you can change his nappy. So I'll just go to the toilet at about 7 a.m. Yeah, if you could time that. Yep. Yeah, that'd be we'll great. Go, we'll go live with it at 7.10 with the Facebook stream. Okay, I'll bring the wet wipes and the talc. <laughs> Are we doing cloth or disposable? Oh, you got to do cloth, don't you? Okay. Will you be doing cloth? When your unborn baby is born? Yeah, I can't think of anything better than washing the feces out of cotton. Ruin the environment then. I'm oh. joking. Uh, 13, 12, 16. <laughs> Fan fiction. Uh, yesterday was the 20th anniversary of the first Harry Potter book. And after doing a bit of hunting around online, a lot of fans of Harry Potter write fan fiction. Oh. In which they use the characters and... And the locations of the Harry Potter novels, and they write their own stories. And I'm wanting to know if anyone's ever written any type of fan fiction, whether it be Doctor Who, Harry Potter, Star Wars, or Star Trek. 13, 12, 16. What's the rules around returns? Just hypothetically, if I purchased a bikini and then I got it home and I tried it on no. in a full length mirror and went, no. nah, can I return? No, you can't. Could they return? Mm. The plastic, You've that gross said, bit of plastic oh, still there. That doesn't matter. <laughs> no, nah, you can't. Precautions were taken. I think there might be like a, a rule specifically against underwear and stuff like that. But I'd love to hear what Hobart has to say. Well, I'm just wondering, and what does it Jeez, stop? Gee, sparked up with a bit of undies chat, didn't he? <laughs> didn't he? He loves a bit of undies chat. Like, where does it end? Like, what about a dress? Can I technically no. wear a dress for I an evening and take it I think if you've bought an item for yourself and you have worn it, whether it be... It's you. That was you. No calls today. I thought the autograph one would go off. Well, at least we've got three hundred dollars cash to give away. Next. That's very true, actually. I bet they'll ring for that. Well, they better. I was walking down the street the other day. Paul and Woody.
Guess I'm a bad liar. 11 away from 8. Hobart's hit 100.9. If you would like to join our threesome, 13, 12, 16. The time is now. $300 cash to give away. Hit 100.9 with Paul and Woody's threesome. Uno, dos, tres. Powered, powered by Barilla Bay Oysters. Capturing the essence of Tasmania. Two grand in cash a week we give away. That's massive. Large chunk of it right now. Yes. You need the first song that we played after nine, two, and five yesterday. We'll be doing it again today. So if you missed out, make sure you write down those songs. Hit 100.9. Who's this? Hi, it's Mel. Hi, Mel. Oh, good day, right. Mel. You want to be in our threesome, Mel? Oh. Yeah, I'd like to. Okay. Brace yourself. <laughs> Here we go. Brace yourself. I need to know the song that we played at 9 a.m. yesterday, Mel. Mysterious Girl. Oh! Uh- Great hit. That was the song that Woody was dancing to when her brothers walked in and she was in a bikini. Great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that we needed to. No, no. Can I just say, I wasn't like 21 or anything. Like I was. A, yeah, it was last game. week, wasn't it? Before the Carlton <laughs> game. Okay, Mel, let's see if you can get two out of two. What song did we play at 2 p.m. yesterday? That's what I like. Uh, That'll do it. I got a really different baby. Okay. Okay, here we go. This is for the trifecta. This is for the big threesome of $300. The song at 5 p.m. yesterday, Mel. The Cure. Oh, That'll do it. $300 cash is yours, Mel. Oh, thanks so much. Did you? After having a threesome with Woody and I, you might need the Cure. (laughs) I'm doing it again from nine today. Big shout out to the Barilla Bay Oysters capturing the essence of Tasmania. Paul and Woody. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it off, turn it off for my radio. It's Paul and Woody for McDonald's. Mix it up at Macca's and try the new cheeseburger flavour shaker fries. Available after 10.30am for a limited time. Hobart is not going to let you be a Pharrell Williams it's just not going to happen. Pharrell Williams, who has triplets and refuses to change a nappy. I think that's wrong. I don't think that's right what he's doing. But you've never changed a nappy before, have you? No. So you've had no practice at all. I have no experience. And with our show, baby. Don't well, it's Hobart's baby. Un- no. It is. Is it not Hobart's baby? Yeah, okay, it's Hobart's baby. We all baby. helped conceive it. <laughs> no, but we did. Hobart put so much pressure on you. Yeah. To- <laughs> I felt like people were all peering through the bedroom window at one stage. George, yeah, what do you think? I think Paul should have to change a nappy, so I'm willing to bring by my four-month-old to have his nappy changed. <laughs> oh, my God. You are going to be prepared for Paul to, well, to do that. touch your child, really, oh, isn't don't it? don't say it but like that. But it is. I, don't, I mean, you'll be, will he be supervised, your baby? Oh, well, I don't think yeah, gonna... I can supervise him. I'm yeah, just qualified yeah. as a, an early childhood educator, so I'm happy to supervise him. Maybe give the baby a stack helmet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that... That's great. Well, I'm, I'm willing to do it, Georgia, if you're willing to swing past the studio after 8 o'clock on Friday morning. Okay, sounds good. What's the guarantee? Like, how media savvy is the bubs? Will the bubs have... I don't want the bubs having to be, you know, two hours stuck in a smelly nappy for Paul. Do you, is it likely that the bubs will go in time? Yeah, he goes in the morning quite regularly. Right. He, okay. he likes to do the poop explosions in the morning. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. the first time. You're not going to load your kid up with a curry the night before <laughs> or something, are you? I could do. No, yeah, just dry biscuits, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Georgia, we'll hold the line and we'll get your details. Uh, no worries.
That'll be a fun Friday thing, won't it? Oh, that is... <laughs> so you're going to be done. Wow. Have you had all your injections? Yeah, of course I have. I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, um, what a what a lovely woman. To offer her child. I know, I wonder what the father thinks. <laughs> Paul and Woody. It's 11 past 8, Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul, we sorry, I was just so distracted. I'm There's sorry. a pregnant woman in here and I'm touching bellies. Know, I'm trying to feel babies. I did kick. notice that you did touch what? my partner's belly without the permission, but I... I think she would mind. Okay. We're very okay. close. Right I mean, I've touched her fakies. <laughs> I have. Can you please not refer to the girls as fake? <laughs> Let's fight. On Hits, Ball and Woody. We're about to find uh. the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin. The Cash Converters New Super Retail Centre. 133 Main Road, Moona. It's just exciting because we're having a show, baby, that's all. It's very exciting. And I'm changing a stranger's baby. Don't say stranger, it's a friend of the show. Okay, well, Georgia phoned up out of the blue and she's got a four-month-old and she's going to let me change the baby's nappy on the show Friday morning. <laughs> wow, it'll be my first time as well. I've never changed a nappy in my life. Although, does my grandfather count? That- <gasps> okay, can I interest you in our carryover loser from yesterday? <laughs> Hayley, you were robbed. I know, right? Yeah, but I've got faith in you today. Yeah, I reckon she'll win today. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, yeah, introducing our next winner. <laughs> Please put your hands together all the winner. way from the West. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Sam, good morning, Sam. Good day, how are you going? Oh, good on you, mate. He's up and about. Uh, you'll be taking on Hayley from the East. This is how it works. Sam, your buzzer will be West. Hayley, your buzzer will be East. It's a best of three questions that Woody will read out, and I'll do my best to adjudicate. Buzz in at any time. Harold Bishop is a character from which Aussie shots? Aussie... Sorry. Oh, East was in first. I've got one hand on a pregnant woman and just oh, no. the other hand on. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry. So what was it, Hayley? Neighbours. She's on the board. She's on the board. What is Barack Obama's wife's name? East. Oh, Hayley? Michelle. Oh, my God. She's got two I out of two. It's in record time. It must be rigged, Sam. It must be rigged. <laughs> You'll be back as our carryover loser, Sam. No problem. But you, Haley, are taking home $100 cash. Well done to you. <laughs> On day three. <laughs> well done, Haley. Persistence. Thank you. It does pay off. That's what we do on it? the East. Yep. We're persistent. 13 past 8, Hobart's hit 1.9. Big yeah. shout out to Cashies. Thank you for the cash. Yeah, persistence can be annoying as well. Paul and Woody. Trending now at hit.com.au. The future is here. Do you know what this is a bit like? Did you ever used to watch that show Beyond 2000? With Amanda Keller. Yeah, oh, my mum used to watch it, but what was it about? Uh, no, like. What it was, was a science. <laughs> it was a science show for kids that explored. The not too distant future and some of the things that were arriving like robots. Yeah. But you'd look at that and go, that seems like mum would say so far <laughs> away. But then yeah. this is a bit like that. This is my moment of your Beyond 2000. Okay. This is my total recall moment. Yeah. So a Sydney man has had his Opal card implanted into his hand. So an Opal card is like a travel card, right? Mm. To get onto trains and stuff. Because um, he wants to make catching public transport easier. So he, this guy is actually a biohacker. 
His name's Meow Ludo Disco Jammer Meow Meow. That's his legal name, so he goes by Meow Meow. Oh, okay. So Meow Meow... He's not a lawyer or a doctor. (laughs) He's a biohacker. Meow Meow had the chip cut down and encased in biocompatible plastic measuring 10 mils by 6 mils. So he's had it cut down, which is actually illegal to do. But then he's got a piercing expert... To insert oh, it into his left right. hand. Some bloke at a tattoo parlor. Which lasted over an hour. I cannot say this enough. Do not try this at home. It could be very dangerous. It's interesting. But so he just has to tap his hand now. Yeah. Yeah. And he can even top it up through his smartphone and go. But this is what I'm saying. In the future, and I've heard this, we're going to have mobile phones in our heads. Yeah. So text message, it'll just come up on the screen of your brain, I guess. Oh, right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've, we've researched And you that. don't have to Snapchat. You just blink. If you just blink at people, that's a Snapchat. Paul doesn't believe me, but I've been and if reading. You, if you want to tweet at someone, you just go, tweet, and then that registers <laughs> in their brain. I'm telling you, this is going to happen. It's going to be like beyond 2,000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to make a deposit okay, in your in your online bank account. All right. Trending. Basha Hawley. OMG. Oh, I'm mad about this. Come on. The guy knocks out. A young Carlton player behind the play. It's intentional. It's high impact. He gets two weeks, only two weeks suspension, yeah. and he has character references from the Prime Minister no, and Waleed so Ali. This frustrates me because I was watching that game. The kid was 24. So he was concussed. He couldn't play the rest of the game. He missed the whole game. He, exactly right. It was dangerous. Of course it was dangerous. And he got two weeks for it. Uh, and it was intentional. He whacked him yeah. with his ha- arm and with his hand. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't at a, at a stoppage. It was behind play. And because the Prime Minister and Waleed... And oh. I've got to disclose I'm friends with Waleed. Yeah, I know. Because Waleed used to play a Turkish cab driver character on one of my former radio shows. Can I say Hobart? My co-host talks a lot of BS, but that is actually true. Yes, I is. researched that, and Waleed Ali used to do character... Like, His name was Farouk. Yeah, but you can't do would, that. Well, can. Imagine if you found that audio now of... That'd be... No, we can't. Then we'd have to get Bajuli to be a character reference for Waleed. <laughs> trending. For the latest trending now, it is up at Hit Hobart. We have three R&B albums... On iTunes right now. Grab them all. Spoil yourself. Here's a track from one of them. 22 to 9. Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. 19 away from 9. Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. I wish you'd give up on this. No, I I want to know who else is stockpiling Coke Zero. I don't think any... No one has called. Yeah, No no one cares. Because they're afraid to call. They're afraid to call because we've... I've been told that Coke Zero is being taken off the shelves and Coke No Sugar has been introduced. And I fear that without a life of Coke Zero, I'll be an empty shell of a man. Well, you're a Coke addict. I am. And 131260, please, if you're not too scared to call to tell me you're stockpiling. Yes, because there's a lot of people out there that love Coke Zero. And why on earth you keep calling me a hoarder, I have no idea. I'm not a hoarder. Seriously, it's not that big a deal. So Come they're going to sub out, what is it, Coke Zero? For Coke No Sugar. And I had a, a, a drink of Coke No Sugar last night and it was my first one. And yeah. um, Melissa lowered the lights in the living room and put some candles on for me. Oh, God. Um, and I sat on a cushion on the floor and I 
cracked open a can. Again, are we doing this in real time? Um, I lifted the can to my lips. Okay. <laughs> Just what did it taste like? It wasn't bad. See? Oh, it wasn't bad. But it wasn't Coke Zero. Okay, but how but many... But it, it's not bad. You, I, I, you're I like stockpiling it. Coke Zero. If, I like it more than Diet Coke. Hobart, if you are really trying to get Coke Zero and you can't find it, this is why my co-host is hoarding them all. Yes. You're going to Woolies, every Woolies across Southern Tassie. Yeah, and, and I've, I've had to do the three-litre bottle, oh, sorry, the two-litre bottles, because um, that's all I could mm. find. And it, it throws me out because they weigh too much for the door of my little fridge. What's going on, Scott? Uh, I've, I'm, I'm a bit like Paul. I'm uh, hoarding as much zero coke as I can because I absolutely love it. Not doing a great deal for my weight, but uh, I love it. Well, you great. finally found someone else that is stockpiling. This is great. Um, oh, now, we won't disclose yeah. your location, Scott, because obviously you don't want people looting you. But <laughs> no. How much have we got thus far, Scott? We've got about a dozen cartons of the 24 brick stacked in the pantry at the Doesn't moment. So Great. That should do us for a couple of months or so, but I am hunting around for some specials if you know of any good places. Okay, so a dozen cartons, 12 times 24, 144 times 2, 188 cans. 288 cans. That is fantastic. Okay, now the important thing is, Scott, is does anyone know the location of these cans? Just the family, and, and they're, they're slight addicts as well. Just two cans a day, oh, okay. that's what we're rationed to. <laughs> Must be tough times. It's very tough. We're a bit like squirrels. We we try to hoard stuff that uh, that we love. And I guess the great thing is that you know, given that you are the keeper of the cans, you could always bribe the family to do various things if they want a special three can day. <laughs> Exactly. We're, we're, the whole family's a bit like squirrels. Did you see the, uh, the the David Attenborough show the other day, Woody, where the squirrels were swimming on their backs? Is that you, Scott? No, no. They swim on their backs to keep their nuts dry. <laughs> oh, dear. And, uh, and, and, Paul, it would be remiss of me not to congratulate uh, you and your partner, Sharon, on your, uh, on your conception. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is Sharon, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's well, not. It, it's not Sharon. Oh, well, it may as well be, because I'd imagine she'll have as many stitches as a Sharon when she passes <laughs> your beautiful baby's head. <laughs> He's nearly fallen over. Oh, thanks, Scott. <laughs> Congratulations. Have a wonderful day, guys. I'm not a hoarder. I just like to collect things. I don't have jewelry or diamonds. Twelve away from nine. Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody. That's Liam. Can I say I was a bit of a, as my mum would say, negative Nancy <laughs> when it came to one day splitting up and them all going solo. Yeah. I thought Harry. Yeah, he'll be the Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. What was Justin Timberlake in? In sync or something? In sync with um, <laughs> um, Johnny, <laughs> Bob. Jim, yeah, Ted. Um, and Ted. Ted was my favourite, actually. He was good, Teddy. But look, can I say every song they've released has been really, awesome, really awesome. good. And that's yet another one. And for for a man that named his first child Bear, <laughs> he's surprisingly talented. <laughs> hey, coming up next. <laughs> I want to give you some tax tips because we're almost at the end of the financial year and I've got oh, three right. things that you can claim that you might not be aware of. Paul and Woody. That's smartly interesting.
Look, a chance to top up your knowledge banks at the end of the show. It's almost the end of the financial year, so I want to give you some tax tips. Lovely. But this is not the sort of thing that Koshy would tell you. Okay, because it's boring. Because he talks about negative gearing. But Koshy told me to buy five houses and just negative negative gear it. Yeah, yeah, and, and live in rent. the suburb that yeah you rent in the suburb you want to live in. Yeah, but then I rent the other properties out, and I thought I just I can't afford one Koshy. No, no. So I don't know how I'm going to get because five. Because you can afford it. <laughs> He's getting paid about five million bucks a year. So can you All tell right. me this is tax tips that tax anyone tips. can save money on? All right. So have you considered claiming the expense of your handbag? It's from Bali. If you so. carry your work laptop in a handbag... Get out. Hmm. That's mildly interesting. It? That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, That's if good. you're claiming a Prada bag on a $60,000 a year salary, well, maybe the tax department will catch up with you, but... Who would have thought of that? Mm, okay. Yeah. What about your dog? Oh, Please. Do you run a small business from home? Do you have a guard dog? You're selling stuff on eBay. Could that be classed as a hobby slash business? Are you willing to declare what you've sold on eBay? (laughs) Okay. Now, if you've got a German Shepherd, great. I don't know if you could claim a pug (laughs) as your guard dog. I mean, you're going to do it with interesting. What about my dog, who's a snag? Snad, he's a sensitive new age dog. Oh, right. He'll lick yeah. you to death. Oh, God, yeah. He's um, chocolate lab. Can I claim him? Uh, maybe if you worked for a catering company. Because <laughs> <laughs> that dog likes to eat. Oh, okay, he's lost a bit of weight recently. Uh, a lot of people forget this one. Don't forget that when you eventually get your bill for your accountant, mm-hmm. you claim that. Oh, get out. Do you really? You claim... For the next year. On the next year. Correct. So hold on to your receipts for that. And also, think about having to commute to your accountant as well and how much Don't. of that you can claim. It is legit. Um, and that's why I'm using an accounting firm in Noosa this year. <laughs> that's mildly interesting. Have a great day, everyone. Paul and Woody.